Yeah. Right, let's go. Why haven't you burped down the mic? It wasn't. It wouldn't have burp. It was like gargling. On any the burps, any farts, straight down the mic. Straight in. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Noted. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, pards and pardettes, from Senan all the way to Tor Point. <laughs> That's about as far, isn't it? Right? But not bued. But not bued. <laughs> Fuck you, bued. Anyway, <laughs> we are here now, live in Helston, for episode twelve of the podcast. I am Jim. I'm Pang. I'm Jam. And I'm Andy Rowe. And we are joined by the fabulous, the wonderful, the very sexy looking moustached yes. Andy Rowe here. <laughs> yeah. Here he Lovely is. to be here, boys. This is, my, this is my spiritual home. We're in the Blue Anchor in Helston, home of Spingo Ales. I, I mean, it's a legendary venue. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if, you, if you're Cornish and haven't heard of the Blue Anchor in Helston, then... Well, you're not Cornish, you're not you, Cornish. really, I suppose. Well, well, are you or no? Are you or no? I, Have I you think... been to the World Commercial Show, Andy? <laughs> Once. Once. Yeah. Well, he still meets the requirements. He's in. He's yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. That's the joke. We're saying, what what does it take to be a true Cornishman? Because we know plenty of people who've kind of been uh, born in <laughs> born in different spots. The ambiguity surrounding some of their Cornishness, as it were. So we come up with the metric that if you have been to the Royal Cornwall show, it makes you a true Cornish person. That's what we kind of landed on, wasn't it? So well, I got through by the skin of my teeth. Then. <laughs> I, well, I'm not surprised. Like, yeah. out, man. I was working out. as well. It was, I wasn't even there to enjoy it. I was Singing singing down don't on one of the. Don't say that too loud, yeah. man. Don't say that. My dad would go and he'd camp up there for a week. Do you know? What, it's always <laughs> amazed me that who was telling me the other day. Apparently, you can buy a lifetime ticket. That's yeah, a thing. yeah, yeah. The, and the it's old like, man had one. It's, yeah. a, it's like thousands of pounds now, apparently. But yeah, it gives you basically a, a, a license to go in and do what you want when you want. Wait, hold on. You got to pay for it. Yeah, no, you give it for free. The lifetime, like... It's called a membership, isn't it? No, no, no. There's, there's no, another... There's like different. a super duper... Are they? Secret had, society card. Because yeah, I've had memberships for each... For certain years. Yeah, you've got to renew it. This is like a, a you buy it once and you... Because the farmers buy a membership and they just go to the tribute tent. What the fuck? Hello. Motorbike. There you go. You heard that. <laughs> I thought it was Pang. <laughs> 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 yeah, they buy a membership and they go to the tribute tent and they never leave, do they? Yeah. Apart from what's maybe it called the again? It's called like the. Uh, it's, it's got a name and it. it's what's, special. What's the tent called? My, my old man was always referring to. It. It's called like the. Um, the so drunk tent. <laughs> yeah, I'll remember it in a minute. There's the like Sharps tent. There's one of them, and there's the the Sinister Brewery tent. Tribute tent. Surely. WI tent was always a favourite as well for a cup of tea and a bit of cake. Sonostal Sharps, and then there's the farmer tent. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. And they all go in there to compare their fucking receipts. That's right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, would you get this fucking show? Sneakily going around placing like silent bids on fucking enormous Comrade Horus and things like that. That's right. A million quid. That's it. And it's, what is it to get in this year? I know we're sort of talking a lot Fucking about... Fucking dear. I know it's Inflation's probably a bastard for it. It's the first time in two years, isn't it? I noticed the, uh, the vaccination centre has been packed up and fucked off now, so... Yeah, because uh, that was occupying, wasn't it? It was, down by um, where the... Well, where the Radio Cornwall tent, right opposite there, where the arts and crafts yeah. tent normally is, so... Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Actually, are you going this year? Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. What's the big like? What 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 are you looking for when you're getting in there? What's the the first first Wall thing? Wall of death. For? That's a great well, question. Yeah. Free yeah. pens. 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 Yeah, it's <laughs> the thing. Yeah, <laughs> free pens. You never had a free pen for a Royal Cornwall show? Because I ain't. Yeah, mate. Yeah. I fucking live for that shit. Hey, well, a couple of years ago, I went. I went to the hot tub bit. Right. So oh you yeah, go yeah. In there and yeah. you just sort of rub your hands together, and they come up to you and think, <laughs> "Here we go. We got a deal." <laughs> but they had they had this hot tub that was long. That was long and thin, and I was like, "That's why. Why would anyone buy that?" And it was a fucking swimming machine, like a treadmill. Yeah, I've seen oh, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got like a cur- built-in current in it. Did you get in? No, your trunks. I didn't buy it either. Because Jam can't swim. 
Oh, Funny right. enough, mm. what about the? You, uh, the, the you, could, you could go up there in your in your in your new pod. Uh, yeah, 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 Did you yeah. buy any? I didn't because they were a little bit out of my price range. Oh, bl- <laughs> <laughs> they're bloody tight as well, mate. <laughs> yeah. I put them on the other day. That's the missus what, was screaming. I, I, That's what a, I, I just think I'll be embarrassed by it. My bum will look bigger than the front. Like, <laughs> do you get that very unPG Snapchat that um, I received? Or was it just oh. me who was on the receiving end of that? Nah, my, my Snapchat's deleted itself. Oh right, <laughs> I got one of the preview of the. Uh, Hard swimming wear, and I was, uh, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, not wave. ideal. I Thanks think the Oggy men should just, everyone should buy them. Yeah. So, just, so let's just, because you just brought Oggy men up, Andy Rowe, let's just throw some context in there for who doesn't know. Andy, you are, what, the, the, the main guy of the Oggy men? Are you well, the guy I d- that I d- it together? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'd, so I'm the front man. So, like, right. if, if, if you, I, if the Fisherman's Friends have got John Cleave, yeah. I, 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 I do that role, so I do all right. the speaking. But there's a, another guy that organises all the music. Well, but it's, it's a good set, set up, really. We all, all, we've all got different jobs. All yeah. take, you, know, you all take, chip do in. A little you bit, do yeah. things. So that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Andy mm. Rowe, you are the, the Oggy Men, or part of. That's right, yeah. And with your little group. So I just wanted to throw that in there just for some context for the listeners before they wonder who the fuck yeah. this guy <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. How many gentlemen are in the Oggy Men now? Uh, 12. Oh, yeah, that's quite a big yeah. organisation. We've got a big 12. We're all uh, f- rehearse awesome. every Thursday. That's good. Um, just took a new guy on, actually. Um, guy from Helston. Twenty yeah. Bit of young blood. 29 years Ooh, old. Oh, just man. awesome. Yeah. A little babby. Guy called Jack Kerno is a good name. And that's that's a hell of a name, isn't it? Yeah. Pure blood. It is, yeah. We did a gig, We had a gig at the Warren Hole in Perrinpool last yep. night. Talking about um, budgie smugglers and bits <laughs> on check. There was a fucking... It was really fun. It was a Rhodesian Ridgeback off the lead. Enormous yeah. scrutiny. With the big, biggest pair of testicles Excellent. I've ever <laughs> seen, man. They were, like, they were like tennis balls, man. Just... Uh, and uh, it was very distracting, like, making me, like, yeah. Every time he ran past, he'd all start cracking up. So, Brilliant. Jesus yeah, I love it. That's I love a bad it. gig, though, at the Watering Hole. Yeah, yeah man, they, lo- they love us up there. Like, yeah, because it's the, the job family that own it. Yeah, Tommy's the <coughs> main man, isn't he? Yeah, and he loves us. I was at, um, like, so we're in, next month, we're supporting Tom Jones up at Port Elliot. Lovely. Because... We're, because he likes us. That's yeah. amazing. Class, yeah. class. Yeah. Yeah. That's Fucking great. Class. Not what you know, boy. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. That's sweet. Tell us a bit about the Oggy Men then. How did it start and how has it got to where it is now? So the, um, well, what I thought I'd do actually, I'll just give you a very, very quick synopsis of, so, what, of yeah. why harmony singing is part of our culture. So yeah. there was an oral folk tradition where, you know, songs are passed down from mother to son on the knee. And then John Wesley came riding into town with Methodism and took all the working classes out of the pubs and put them in the chapel and taught us to sing harmony. Yeah. yeah. And then fast forward 200 years, Christianity's dying out, we're all back in the pub, and, um, but we all know how to sing harmony. So that's, that's pub singing. We come from like, the Oggy Men come from like a pub singing tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we formed in 2010. Yeah. Um, and mate of mine, uh, Rob Norman, he just moved back from Birmingham, clever motherfucker, really good musician, just like none of us can sing, it's just him, he's a genius and he can, he just taught us all how to do it. Um, and we just, we we, t- we, ha- we timed it well, you know, I think there was a bit of a resurgence with the singing, like the Shanty Festival, Fisherman's mm. Friends, yeah. Um, yeah, and we do, right. it's, you know, it's not, it's not a money maker, we, you know, we just... It's not 12 of you, it's not. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, we, we charge quite good money for a yeah. gig, but between 12 of you, it's still fucking 40 quid each. Exactly, yeah. you're lucky if you get yeah. cheeseburger on the way home, isn't it, yeah. that's it. But um, it's quite often we like Skinner's brewery sponsor us. Cool. So we all got like we all got loads of beer. Yeah. Um, 
And then once a year, we'll, we'll, we'll have a proper holiday. It'll be like a few grand in the account. We've Lovely, been, yeah, been, been, really to, nice, been to it? Ireland. Yeah. yeah, that's, oh, that's good. So uh, that, that, that's good how you can just do it. It's almost just like this thing you do all year or whatever then for that little bit of a laugh and a fun at the end of it almost. Yeah. like A lot of the gigs we do are fucking brilliant. And we, yeah. we do sort of cherry pick them. But we do a couple of weddings a year, which we hate, but charge a fortune for. Yeah. And then... But we do it because we know in October we'll be in... Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. off... Lorette de Mar or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking Skinners. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. but what is it about the weddings that you hate, though? But, well, i tell you what it is, right, is that someone will get in touch and they'll say, oh, we love you. We love you. You know, we've been to see you and we just think we want you to do the evening entertainment at our wedding. And we always write back saying it's a terrible idea. Like we're, we're like we're not a universal like product. Yeah. We're not a covers band, Absolutely. you know. Yeah, yeah. And and then we go and do it, and then yeah, they like it, and two or three of their friends do, and everyone else that's come down from fucking Birkenhead or something like that <laughs> yeah, is just like, like what the, the fuck, fuck is this? Why the yeah. fuck are there eight it's or the, ten yeah, pissed totally. blokes singing? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, I would great. definitely feel like as a wedding thing, it's definitely more of like an afternoon thing, yeah. not being like not being yeah. We you that know, to be right rude, actually. like or anything, but. It, it's not the type of thing to get the party started yeah, in exactly. some respects, but it's something that's you great say that, to listen to. You say that, but if you go to I a local pub and there's a bunch of yeah, lo- 50-somethings drinking ale and everyone's yeah. singing, you, oh, you just all order some that. beer, don't you? I'm you all over that at 10pm in a fucking pub. You wish you knew the lyrics. It, yes. Oh, absolutely. Don't you? Absolutely. Do you not agree? I d- no, I do <laughs> agree. I do agree. No, you're no, absolutely I'm right. I'm so on board with that. I, There's I, something about it. Having done, like you say, wedding gigs and stuff in the past, I could not agree more with what you're saying as well. Mm. Like when I used to do the heavy metal stuff, occasionally you get people come and be like, oh, we, we're really into heavy metal. We'd love to come and play. If you come and play, I'm like, fuck no. You might, you might love it, but <laughs> mm. the other 200 people who are there are just going to fucking stare at us. Yeah, it's going to it. be very awkward. Yeah. So, so yeah. the drinking then? Yeah. Because I feel like... It goes hand in hand almost, doesn't yeah. it? Of course, it does come hand in hand. Is that something that you do you drink before every show? Yeah. You do? And yeah. you lubricate the joints it, a little it's bit? It's like one guy, uh, John Dennis, don't really drink, but uh, the rest of us are like all... Proper piss heads, and that—that's the, and it and and it's a nice way to you know to he just just to Boston. yeah <laughs> yeah, he does have a drink actually, but he's 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 pretty sensible. He's a yeah. lime and sodas man most of the time, but like yeah, we like last night we we all like arranged transport basically. So there were oh. there were because yeah because quite people always buy you drinks as well, you know. Yeah. I were up there last night. Um, Tommy Job is it Tommy the no it, Bob Job the old, the old boy, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah he just like. Every ten minutes, just coming over another round of drinks, another round of drinks. Like it's a, uh, it's um a hazardous profession to be in. Like you know, so, uh, hazardous. Like, uh, sounds like yeah. a great profession. I'm <laughs> being funny. And easy. It is until you then go so, on stage and perform. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can get away with it. I, I I don't know. I feel with what you do, I feel like you can get away with being a little bit drunk. To I did to have do. I did have an absolute proper howler about ten years ago, the Falmouth week. And, right, uh, yeah. and and um, we were supporting Kerno King for the, for the Sunday, the final night. And uh, Skinner's were, was just starting out our relationship with Skinner's. And they said, look, boys, we put a barrel of Port Leaven behind the bar at five degrees Westview, and it's 5%. Yeah. And I like, went in and had like seven pints in the, <laughs> on, a, on a hot... 
August yeah. afternoon in the beer garden, and then we got up on stage, and I was fucking steaming. And, they, and all the Brilliant. boys, they all still tell. I was doing like the, the sort of can can, and I was saying stuff like, "Come on, Cornwall, let's fucking have it!" And like, it's like, <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> I, I wake That's up the next class. day, like, and uh, uh, yeah, just to a, a load of text of the boys saying, "Never fucking do that again." Like, yeah. <laughs> Settle down, yeah. son. <laughs> love that. That's amazing. I love That's exactly. I would love to see that though from the crowd. Oh, I'll be all over. I'll be like, I'll be shaking your hand, mate. I'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah legend. Everyone, everyone's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, yes, give her another. No, like one dude b- in the crowd there, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards. I, I, I'd still not made a, enough of a twat of myself. So I went up to the sound guy and I had a go at him because we, <laughs> I, like, oh, we fucking sounded shit. You, you know, you, oh, we didn't have enough in the monitors. And then the guy, the bloke that runs the Eden Project, um, not Smith, but like one of one of the guys that does the sort of day-to-day running. Right. I had a fucking go at him about something. And, we, and we'd had like a, we'd had this, we'd done the pasty championships. Yeah, yeah. Times, right, right. And I didn't get rebooked. But, you know. <laughs> oh, really? What a shame. No great loss. Though, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Talk, okay, yeah. so talking about Oggies then and Cornwall. So where did why did you come up with Oggy Men? Where did that? So where did that um, come? there is a, a, a fabulous uh, folk singer, a man called Cyril Tawney. Um, but I, I, th- I think he spent most of his life in Plymouth. He was a janitor, but um, so he wrote. There's a wonderful song called "The Oggy Man," um, which we that's where that's where we took our name from. Yeah. Ah, okay. So you took the name from the, yeah. that song, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, but, um, it, it, I mean, it's a class name. Let's not be. Let's yeah, not fuck about. We used to be called the Aberfell Oggy Man, which was uh, we we scrapped Aber- that. That's yeah. right, you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aberfell. Aberfell. What was the Aberfell? So Falmouth in Cornish is Aberfell. Ah, so, right. Yeah, but like, yeah, we scrapped that. I remember that. Holy yeah. shit. The Aberfell. Yeah, I quite like that though. Yeah, I, I kind of do, but yeah. I, I, I prefer the Oggy Man. It makes, it, it makes a bit more sense. Sounds a bit middle class. It sounds like weird. Yeah. The it's quite Welsh sounding, isn't it? And yeah. there's the Aberfan mining disaster. Like, ah, like, like quite yes. people thinking, like, why have you named yourself yeah, after that's a, a bit like, really? <laughs> 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 you guys taking the piss? That's cool, man. So, do you feel like this this singing is something that's growing, or do you feel like it's something that's? Oh yeah, I tell you what, right? If you were like. Saturday in it. So last Saturday was Florida Day. And that back bar there, with that we just bought a pint in, which is probably the size of a, a decent bedroom. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, there's like well, yeah. seventy blokes in there. It's like last last Whoa. Saturday, last Saturday. Yeah, that's Florida all, Day, all right? singing harmony. Yeah, and um, and yeah, there's loads. There's a gr- new group in Port Flevin. Um, that's why we, you know, for me, that's the important thing. That these songs are part of our history, part of 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 our connection to the landscape and. Yeah. When I see a new group, you know, there's never there's never any sort of um, jealousy or business. It's a, it's a really anything. supportive. It's a really supportive sort of um, community in the singing, like, and we're we are miserable buggers. But but you know, <laughs> but but even saying that, you know, like this this group from Paul Flevin, four young lads, excellent singers. You know, we you know, it's great. I I you know, and I'd happily. Um, let them, you know, to take our place one day. You know, it's not, you know, the, the, for me, it's it's this, it's keeping the songs alive. And, you know, I think when when we started, and I blow a bit of smoke up our own asses because, like, I think we've been in, instrumental in in bringing a lot of these songs to the forefront. Like, Corm- you must have heard Cornwall, yeah. My Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that, that we weren't by any means the first group to do that, but I think that in the last ten years that we've been singing it, you know. Every kid yeah. in Cornwall knows that Everyone song. Yeah. Doesn't know, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's yeah. one of the one of the more popular songs, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't know the, that title like in Cornwall, really? Yeah. Or, or well anyone with any fucking Cornish sense anyway. Yeah. Or care. 
Yeah, it's the new. Uh, it's te- well, it's, I don't know what it's like up north Cornwall, but down here it's it's the Trelawney's sung and and Cornwall home is 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 the anthem now. That's how. I oh no, it. like Jim could probably speak better because he's from the Port Isaac area. But Fisherman's Friends were kind of the North Cornwall version of you guys, I guess. But they don't. I don't really feel like I've ever had a chance where I could have seen them. They're, they they uh, they appear you to be this. Well, yeah, probably, but they they're this like band that made a film. They, they are now. Y- yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So I grew up with the Fisherman's Friends and their kids were all my age and everything as well. So it's funny you should say about John. His son's uh, Jacob is the same age as my younger brother and they're really good friends. And um, I used to see them doing performances in Port Isaac Village Hall uh, and it was very, very different back then. Again, it was that kind of like drinking thing. They were doing the harmony stuff. But they, if I'm really honest with you, they weren't that good. Um, they were always down in the slipway, pissed up, just singing. And there's the, oh, what's it called? The Skullduggery Bar, I think it was called. You say that's not very good, but I, I would love it. It was fun, but it wasn't like... <laughs> I would love it. Like the polished version of what they are yeah. now, shall we say. Oh, I see. Okay. And then, so they kind of worked on their, their craft, and they got better and better and better. And then in the summer seasons, what they would do is they'd all go out on the plat, right next door to the pub on the beach there, and they'd sing for mm. the crowds that would come down. And that got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I think it was the executive, I don't know who it was from, whether he had just gone independent, Warner or Sony, one of the big ones, uh, had come down and sort of spotted them. And then after that, they're like, fucking hell, we can make some money. You know what the music industry's like. We can make some money here. And then comes the, the records. That's, it, that's, how, it, that's it. how it happens, isn't it? Then there's the advertising stuff they did. Was was it McCain? No, it wasn't McCain. So it was someone they did a food thing for, wasn't the it? The chips. Yeah. yeah they, was, oh, they did. No, it was uh, uh, was it the, uh, the fish. I think it was a fish. Oh, it might have been the fish. Isn't there like a sweet or a little fucking yeah, thing called did. Fisherman's Friends? I think friends, there was a... Crisps or something. Yeah, My favourite sweets. Yeah. yeah. There was a bit of a thing about that. I don't know if it was ever... A lawsuit or not, but there was discussions with it. I do remember that. Yeah. But they called themselves the Fisherman's Friends for like I'm trying to think now. What fucking year would that be? We're talking like the 90s, yeah, yeah, late late 90s. Yeah, American, it's yeah. a long time. It's yeah. a long time. But yeah, the ver- the version of the Fisherman's Friends we know now is very different. Um, oh, it's tri- the, triggers brew, minute man. There's only a couple of the. Uh, it, it is literally yeah. that. So yeah. after the tragedy with Trevor Grills, um, which was really sad, um, and then. A lot of the guys who were either too old or just didn't want it because, like, they got signed and they're like, "Yeah, you got a million pound recording contract." And again, you know what that's like. By the time you've taken out fucking touring costs and re-recording costs and production costs and everything else, I think they all ended up with about fifty quid each. That was the joke again. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, they were worked like mules. And then it's didn't the fate want to do of it. the Cornish musician, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> it is a bit. Yeah. But, um, I don't know how yeah. big you are. But I think now, like you say, John's still um, at the forefront of all of it. I haven't seen him for a while, um, and uh, there's still, a, like you say, a couple of the originals. Yeah. But there's a lot have been replaced now. The, yeah. the ranks have been reduced somewhat. But they're still very good. And they st- I think they still, if you go down to Port Isaac on the plat. On a Friday on night. On a Friday night, yeah. yeah. I think they still sing there. Right. Yeah. So if you really want to go and watch them, come I over and I'll jump in and I'll drive us down there. Right? Yeah, right. I, I, I think there's something about like just this group singing and this harmonies thing. It's, it's, it's not something you're going to listen to all the time in your car or whatever. But it's, it's the... It's the coming together of everyone. It's the it's the it's the connection you can make. It's the fact that there's people that are willing to actually stand there and sing together and put on this performance, whether mm. you're fucking great or not. It's a great it, leveler, man. It like is. Like, you're like with with my old man always used to say with with harmony that would strike up in the pub. You know, you, the <laughs> the bank manager would be sat next to the farm labourer, but the farm labourer had a better voice, you know. Yes. And and it it, it was it, everyone would would come together. It's, I mean, mm. I, I think harmony ev- everywhere in the world is that it's a real human experience to be able Absolutely. to sing harmony. I, I'll give you a good example. Sorry, sorry. No, um, um, that we was I think 
You might have been with me, actually. There was just this guy, he just busking in Falmouth. We, we were hammered, right? I was walking up through the town, and he was, we were hammered, and he was just busking, and we said, play Wonderwall. And he started just just strumming away on thing, and we started singing really loud. There was like four or five of us just singing I'm along. smiling because Pank's that in. guy. Yeah, I am. But, there <laughs> no, wasn't, I mean, but it wasn't just me, all right? It wasn't just sake. me for a change. There was, there was more. And then before you know it, there was, there was probably about... 20 or 30 of us just singing Wonderwall oh, because amazing, yeah. we were just just enjoying that moment and just all singing together. Do you want me to delete this bit? No. <laughs> I mean, if you want me to sing Wonderwall, I'd do it right now. No, no that's not. No, no. That's not. It would be very, very bad. But Although I reckon I, I could do, get the whole pub to be singing with me. I think you touched on something there. Like, it's that, that farm labourer is the better singer. We've got a friend, Meat Shield, who's been on an episode, actually. Yeah, yeah I heard it, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's meat shield, isn't he? You know, he, he he's is, a greenkeeper yeah. at a golf course. He's not someone you consider. There's nothing special about him. There's nothing creative or musical yeah, about the fight. Right. Jesus. <laughs> one Thanks, of Pang's, mate. Pang's <laughs> better friends. <laughs> he can sing well, yeah. right? And Pang might not know can this. He? Yeah. Get him in a car. He get, sings. He can sing oh, and he's perfectly he? pitched. Really? Every time. He can nail it. And wow. you just think, who's that singing? You turn your head in the car and he's in the back and he's. Perfect. I didn't know that. And it's, yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. He doesn't know much about what's going on, to be fair. This is Meat Shield. <laughs> this is Meat Shield. Yeah, he just does it. And it's, it's, it's magic to see. Yeah, it's a great feeling. You know, and, and you grow up with people that have tried to be musical and tried to be musicians. Oh, man, it pisses a lot of my mates off who are, because we, you know, the argument have done relatively well. We got yeah, like, you yeah, know, it's good, like 8,000 likes on Facebook. Like, and, but we, did, we are just a bunch of fucking pissed, pissed up mates. Yeah. And like friend, my friend Jake in particular, who like dedicated his life to music, he's like, ne he's never had the experiences that we've had just through like, Cheer luck, you yeah. Know, just the, the the timing that we set up and the the way that the people are enjoying this sort of stuff. The shanties are like popular. Not that we do. We don't come from that yeah. that that background, but that we actually that's what I was going to say about like the I, on record is that the I love the Fisherman's Friends. I'd never listened to any of their music, but they no. but they've blazed the trail for groups like us. Yeah, like to to be able to yeah. go to like we've done. Uh, tunes in the Jude. We've done loads of festivals, and it's it's sort of it's an accepted form of music now. Yeah, uh, like, whereas I don't think if the Fisherman's Friends hadn't done what they'd done, no. um, I don't know whether it would be. It's funny because, like you say, it's such a niche thing, and I mean, it's it's always those little weird pockets in places where you kind of get this this diamond in the rough. And if most of the time, it's literally a case of making sure that diamond can get a bit of light to shine. Mm. It is literally that. So. The Fisherman's Friends were instrumental in, in making it, like you say, um, a more popularised kind of thing. And then people do sort of suddenly discover that these things have actually been around for hundreds of years yeah, on yeah. our doorsteps, hiding right there in plain sight. Um, yeah. And yeah, and then start getting behind it. But like you say, because you're the Oggy Men, and it's, it's a very Cornish thing, and I assume uh, the set that you do, the songs are, are kind of local, traditional, Yeah, you know? So it's easy to get behind, isn't it? That's yeah. the other thing. Do you think... Like, I'm just thinking out loud as a, like, trying to be, like, the... Thinking of the popularist person. You know Glee? Remember Glee? Like, that fucking yep. show? That yeah. was, like, I never but watched it or nothing. What road are we going down here, Pang? No, I'm just <laughs> thinking, because that was all about... Um, what was the, what's the fucking word? A cappella type. Yeah, yeah. Just singing and stuff. Yeah. It, do you think that like, I know it's an American show and all that, but do you think that like maybe popularised the idea of people just singing in harmony together? 
Is that a thing, or am I just I, I kind of understand what you're do you, saying. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Weirdly, it, did you, it give you, it? Did it give it that platform? Did that stupid shit show potentially <laughs> for teenage girls give the platform for the fucking Oggie Man and Fisherman's Friends? <laughs> do you know what I mean? On an ironic level, there, you've managed to make a tenuous link out of two things that really should not. They be should in the not same be together part. at all. But you are right in a sense. Yeah, I, maybe acapella singing's always kind of been. Because I didn't a think thing. nothing of acapella. I didn't even know acapella was a fucking thing, right? Until you saw until, them do fucking don't until, stop believing. Yeah, and <laughs> basi basically, yeah. That, you're right. Yeah, Because that was the one. That was the big glee here, Correct. Wasn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Right, and then, and do, 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 I mean, well, I'm never, not saying like, don't give credit to glee. I never made that link directly, but I so yeah, I think it's, it's, it was part of the uh, of, the, of the process that, mm. that, that started off. But but I, yeah. for very us, thin thread there. You, yeah. You're writing. Very thin, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing like for us because we don't because we we don't do shanties that like, yeah. we are so i say we come from the pub singing tradition but i we also i would say come from the Mo the cornish male voice choir uh, in a world like all, yeah. of, all of our families have got a link to my my granddad was the um conductor of st barrier male voice choir there's a yeah. lot of that yeah. But, it, yeah. but um yeah so Anyway, yeah. yeah but <laughs> but that's, that's, yeah, that's yeah. quite Let's far just away tap from into St. Burian a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, I, don't, sure. I don't feel, especially North Cornwall listeners probably haven't even heard of St. Burian. Yeah. It's one of those places, isn't it? Let's be it's honest. Save St. Burian, famous for um, it, Straw Dogs, the horror film was filmed in St. Oh, Burian. Was it? Yeah, yeah. So I, that, didn't know where, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, my dad's family are all from. Uh, from one particular member of that family you might probably have heard of as well. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're going to come to that. Do you wish to uh, enter into that? Should we, yeah, should we go yeah. there now? Let's yeah. go for it. Go on then. Go on. So, so it's, it's Jeffro, isn't it? Yeah, he's my uncle. Well, he was, my, was my uncle, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, mate. Uh, uh, don't say was. It's fucking sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad time for most Cornish people, isn't it? You know? Yeah. I was, a, I was a huge fan. Huge fan of Jeffro. You can, I just... I. Disregarding the whole like Royal Cornwall show thing, but if you don't know who the fuck Jeffro is, there's no <laughs> way you can be Cornish yeah. whatsoever yeah. because that guy, like, I I just think he he just put he when you talk about putting Cornwall on the map, that guy really put us on the map. I don't know, you know, he might have come across as uh, no, he came across as fucking smart actually because he's fucking some of the stuff he would this. Jokes and stuff he came out came out with was genius. It was a bit like for me. It was it was always a bit difficult because I was like a spotty left wing social, you know, and <laughs> and really right on. And then my uncle was perceived as being a, a yeah. right wing racist, yeah. uh, homophobic comedian. Yeah. Really? And it, was that <clears throat> is that what you felt it's about him? Time, yeah, but I think actually, like in in his defence, like looking back now, I you know. It's definitely of a time, isn't mm. it? But 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 yeah. like there's no, he's not Roy Chubby Brown, you know. He's no. not Bernard Manning, you know. There, there 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 were there was a lot of gags which I think would raise a few eyebrows. But he wasn't a hideously racist well, comic. You know? I really I really feel like he's no more misogynist. He's no more racist than anyone's gran. No, <laughs> let's be honest. Well, it's and, it, and it's it's a it's a the thing is he, I don't feel like he was probably a racist bloke or anything or a misogynist bloke. He was just. Making jokes. That's the way I... That's the impression I got anyway. Yeah. So, like, he, he, he <coughs> didn't... I, I got the impression that he was he was probably a down-to-earth bloke. He just... He, oh, he's just fucking legend, really. But I think he, didn't, he didn't mean any harm on anyone. He's just making fucking jokes. That's going to be funny. At the end of the day, his job is a fucking comedian. Yeah. 
I think like it, now when you with the the benefit of the you know the nineties and and the noughties behind us, like comedy should always try and punch up. Yeah, and and and, and and Jeff could definitely be accused of punching down. Mm. You know, like you know, taking the piss out of. Like the last, because we supported him actually just before the lockdown. And really glad we got to do it. And actually, yeah. I didn't really know Jeff that well. Like I said, I've 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 only left West Cornwall about three times. <laughs> so, and he lived in in on the Cornwall Devon border. So yeah. I wasn't spending loads of time with the guy. But when but but after we supported him, we just sort of kept in touch. And then after my dad died, you know, I I saw quite, you know in the in the three because they died really close together actually, like, like within three months of each other. He used to ring me a bit and. Yeah, I, 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 but I, I, what I love about him is that he just imagine coming from like my my mum and sorry my dad is from St Burian. It's like a tiny village in West Cornwall. They were my my granddad was a was a basically a farm labourer, and he he had four boys, and one of them went on to become a multi multi yeah. multi millionaire, hugely successful. Like to do that, yeah, from, 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 icon, from, isn't he? you know, and yeah. like, have you ever, like I tried to, I tried to get into stand up a bit years ago and always, always made like a, you know, yeah. I, I, there's not enough opportunities down here. Jeff was a fucking hustler, man. Yeah. You know, he, like, and I love that about people. That you say opportunities, he had less than we do. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, he yeah, started yeah, out yeah. in comedy, did he? Because I remember my old man used yeah. to know him a little bit and um, he used to do singing. Um, and they used to have these, like, uh, he was heavily involved with the CB radio clubs. This was my dad when it was all illegal back in the day. And I think um, Jeff used to come and do singing at some of their events and things. That's it, yeah. And then it sort of stemmed on from there, like you say, the performing side of things. So, yeah, yeah multi-talented guy. He would so do, like, um, so he would, he would he was a carpenter, and he would work, like, till five o'clock. And then, yeah. he, then he'd get in the car, he'd drive three hours to, like... Western Supermare do a working men's club yeah. and then drive back. You know, he's a real grafter. Yeah, like, like that's it. That's yeah. <laughs> there's no such thing as luck that's in this business, man. You've got yeah. to work. You yeah. Know? And yeah. he did. Yeah. That, that, that's the difference between people that fucking actually make it and don't at the end of the day. There's, a, there's, there's opportunities and then there's working for those opportunities. Yeah. The other thing people that's forget as well is you've got to be good. You have to be good. You have to be good. Regardless of whether you like or agree with with what um, his content may have been, you cannot deny the fact that his delivery, oh, yeah. uh, the 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 character that he kind of you know portrayed and everything was a success, mm. and he rode that and used that. I mean, you look at some of the interviews he used to do, like um, uh, Des O'Connor, wasn't it? He used to go on his show quite yeah, regularly yeah. and stuff like that. You know, and it just it worked, and he played it really, really well. And mm. there's a talent involved in that. For sure, you know? and the guy was very, very talented. So, uh, so I'm so sure. I'm sorry, Pang. I, I, I'm sure things that we are saying right now, and the things that we've done over the past, you know, in our twenties and our thirties, whatever, will be looked back on as misogynist, probably racist, probably something else that isn't quite as trendy right now. Yeah, I'm sure that will be the case because oh, that's how humanity progresses. If you don't look at, back at yourself ten years in the past and think, "What a wanker," yeah. then you're not improving. And humanity's the same. We will all do that to ourselves, and but hopefully, because that's me, that means we are progressing. I look at things I've done last week, and I think, "Fuck me, what a fucking plan!" <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Exactly. And then I go and do it again next week. But, it, but I try, <laughs> you know. Do you know what I mean? Lovely. Learning from your mistakes, like yeah. Well, I try to learn from the mistakes. I, I don't always. What do you think he would have made of current comedy? Well, I, you know, I've, I've considered this, and he. I reckon that if Jeff was was 19 now, he would still f- have a really successful comedy career. He would tailor it to 
to because he's a, he, you know the guy's a businessman. Yeah, yeah. You know he was he, he he saw those jokes appealed to a certain type of people, and they they, they were the people that were paying his wages. You know, and he he, he was that he he. That, that, did you listen to the uh, um, the, the service at, at the cathedral? Yeah, I was there for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim Davison, like who, mm. who, who who actually did give a really good um, eulogy. Um, he said that, like, cause this is how t- like Jeff was notoriously tight, like really, really tight. He said that even so much so that he would clean all the windows up at the Jethro's Club in Ludown. Uh, rather than pay someone six quid to do them, Fuck like right, and he said that one day he was up on a, a like, up on a ladder, cleaning the like the the first floor windows, and he dropped fifty pence, um, and so he climbed down the ladder to retrieve it, and it hit him on the head. <laughs> 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 so good. That's brilliant. <laughs> what a great gag. Yeah, but he was tight as ass, you know, yeah. and it's that working class yeah. the thing where. You always, you know, he had millions in the bank, millions and millions of pounds, and he still needed to go out and gig because he needed to have feel that that comfort of having that money coming mm-hmm. through the door. Yeah. The proper working class thing that is, you know, that when you come from nothing, you know, that to not have an income is scary. Yeah, like, yeah. he did a lot. He was a multifaceted man, you know, and people yeah. see him for the comedian, the DVD footage, don't they? Yeah. But. I did see a little documentary of like a, a day in the life of Jeffro, you know, and he wakes up on the farm, he goes around, checks on everyone, does his bits and stuff, you know. There was more to him than the jokes, yeah, yeah. I would have thought. I mean, obviously, he's your uncle, and he's what, your, your dad's brother, is that what it yeah. was? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you said it was like the three, month, the three months between them, that's yeah, the mental, man. By the way. Yeah. Um, c- oh, massive condolences to you, by the way, for that, because not that long ago. And that's yeah. Fucking. Last September, the old man, the old, the old, my old man as well, like in the. Uh, so within in Sorry. his like you know so in, in West Cornwall, his dad was a big name like you know and like dad's dad's funeral in Penzance was probably almost as big as Jeff's in Truro. It was like you know all the streets were lined. We w- we did a massive procession through Penzance like it was that's uh, amazing because yeah. that's kind of where I was like. Where I was going, so, but, but, but where did they? So, what did they come from? What, what did your your dad and Jeffrey? Where did where? Did, what did they come from? They came from West Cornwall, but what, what was their parents like? Well, what, did, what brought them up? Very very strict Methodist family. Um, my granddad never smoked, never drank, never swore. In fact, actually, it's a good yarn. Good, quick quick yarn actually. To, to so when my granddad was eighty one. Um, he lived in Nancledra, and he fell down the stairs, smacked all his face up really badly. And my granny rang my dad, who lived not too far away. And dad, my old man was a pisshead, like, and uh, he came over and he said, "Look, mother, make him a cup of tea." And uh, dad, dad, and he and he, he filled it up with um, he filled the, the uh, cup up with um, uh, with whiskey, and um, he filled the cup up. <laughs> hey man, hey, he, he, he filled he filled the cup up w- with whiskey and. Uh, Bearing in mind, my granddad had never had a drink in his life, and he took a cup of tea in, and uh, granddad was shaking away, and he got this cup of tea down him, and uh, my granny said to him, Ew, my darling, can we get you anything else? And he said, uh, I wouldn't mind another cup of tea, actually. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the real, real strict Methodist family. Yeah. Lovely people, like, but they were v- very religious. Um, Dad, Jeff, and their two brothers, Melville and Donald, all grew up... Uh, between St. Creed and St. Burian and St. Just. And, um, uh, yeah, they, th- I think they, 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 they were, they were looked after, but they were, they were poor. And, um, and then that, they, 
both Jeff and my dad um, worked at Levant, the mine down there. Um, and Jeff, I think Jeff got into like amateur dramatics. I think that was the that was the first thing that he, yeah. that he did. And, yeah. and, and, and then the singing, he had an yeah. amazing oh, yeah. bass yeah, he, voice. He did yeah. have a great voice. Yeah. Was that something your dad did then as well? Or what, did the singing just come from your own endeavour? No, my, so my dad had really bad asthma, so he never, I mean, I wouldn't have told him this if he was in now, but <laughs> dad, dad, didn't have very, dad didn't have a very good voice. Uh, but he did, dad sang with Cape Cornwall singers. Um, the, my granddad was the conductor of St. Borean Male Voice Choir. My uncle Melville, actually, he lives up your way. He's right. f he was the director of Tintagel Orpheus Choir for lots of years. Um, it's a big lot, lot of singing going on. And all oh, Methodists, you know, so yeah. the, the, with the, 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 it's that harmony singing, you know, those hymns. Um, yeah, but that dad wasn't much of a singer. Dad played the yeah. squeeze box in the Galawan band on Maisie. on the um, squeeze box? Like in the yeah. piano accordion. Is like, it? Yeah. It's like a oh. simplified, it's, uh, I think it's five keys on it, literally okay. pentatonic scale or something like that. It's only a little... I trust you to fucking know. So he was musical then. Music yeah, teacher. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. It's all yeah, good. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's a very rich history you've got. I like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, you are you are deeply rooted in this area, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I'm not so much like I so I I'm like a I'm like a West Coast uh, sorry South Coast Cornish journeyman. I'm like Nicholas right. and Elka because I've like. <laughs> like I, I, I'm born and bred Penzance, and then yeah. when I was 18, I moved to Falmouth, did 10 years there, and then I moved to Helston. I've done 10 years there, and I've been down in Port Flevin for a bit as well. Like, yeah, yeah, right. But, um, yeah. We, we were just saying on the previous one that we've actually recorded today that, that Corn was kind of split into like almost like four quadrants. There's like a line where the A30 is, that yeah. you've got south and north coast, but then you've got west and east coast as well. Yeah. So it's like, it's there's these differences. How have you found living in, say, the bottom Falmouth and Helston are both in the same quadrant, really, aren't they? They are, Let's yeah. be honest. But you've got the southwest, you've got the northwest coast in terms of Penzance, St. Burry inside, and you've got the, you've got the south, south, West Coast. Hang's well. geography is working over. Is I'm, well. no, I'm just trying I'm to make sure I get it right. I'm as well. just trying to get it right. <laughs> it I mean, my hand signals help me with do my you geography. Need a crayon on some paper. Um, did, how different <laughs> do you find like the north coast to the south coast in terms of Cornwall? Yeah, well, I'm 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 very biased. I'm I'm a, I'm a South Coast man. Every, every, oh, do you? E yeah, every, every every step of the way. I, I, I went out a walk up at. Um, uh, on North Cliffs up at Gadrivi the other yeah, day, which is like the west where, where the seals and mm. all are. Yeah. And like, so I was in this lovely, and I went, ah, fucking in, in Porth Kerno there, was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have the same feeling. We do. But I was going to say, you want to go up Travara Strand? That's what yeah, you mate, yeah, mate. Travara Strand. Do you know what? I've, I've seen similarities from, we're from North Cornwall, obviously. Uh, you're from South West Cornwall. Yeah, well, I would say West yeah, Cornwall. So you yeah, had yeah, to West figure Cornwall. out too, didn't you? Quicker. But um, I, I see similarities between North East Cornwall, where we're from, you know, you know, Weybridge area, whatever, and where we are right now, Helston, Falmouth, Porth Kerno. Then, yeah. there's similarities. When we were in Porth Levin earlier, I felt like it was Padstow, but ten years ago, yeah, yeah. or yeah. Poles F yeah. ten years ago, I didn't see as many glass boxes that, no. as many cedar cladded buildings, yeah. um, way more locals, not as many people. Mm. More fucking V Reg Fiestas. We yeah. saw yeah, quite a lot yeah, of yeah, Fiestas. Yeah. Right I haven't off. seen one for twenty <laughs> years, and we saw two in five yeah. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. yeah th there's definite similarities there, but I feel like where we were affected quite quickly by the mass exodus from where like the gentrification, might, isn't it? That's the gentrification. The thing. It's, it's all it is up where we are. It's ridiculous. Of course, yeah. So the way I justify, like, say, just it, it's hard for me to 
get the east-west thing. Well, a little bit, a little bit. No, I, I, I can figure that out. But the, the North Compass story. <laughs> the north sure no, 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 no. I'm just talking about like the people. Um, but the north-south <laughs> side of things, I look at it in terms of like north coast, s- south coast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sea velocity. You get a lot more like. I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's a lot more like rough seas on the north coast, and the south coast is a lot calmer in terms of sea. The, the, as surf it's true. knowledge goes, it's a, yeah. Yeah, because I was, I but tried to be a surfer surf? for no, a lot of my no. life. No, I don't surf either. No, I tried, I, I tried to claim that I'm a you surfer. You look like a surfer. I look like one, but yeah, I, I really ain't one. <laughs> is, well, I have a surfboard. But like, being Penzance is like, because there's no surfer around Penzance. So, no. like, um, obviously, like, mums and dads never taken us anywhere. So, like, like <laughs> we, we, were, we were all skaters, man. And then, and then when, and then when, we got to college and we met like the St. Ives boys and the guys from Senan. They were all like shit out surfers. But I mean, yeah. you know, this, in, from Penzance in like cycling and walking distance is not a wave. So, yeah, but so it's Penzance is on, the, is on that fucking, on the, like, I don't know what to call it, but that bottom end, like you've got like Pras, actually Prasans, I've surfed Prasans. Prasans, yeah, I was just about to steady. He's got decent surf. North Cornwall boy just said Prasans. Is it Prasans? Oh, it was, yeah, but pe- people get, yeah. yeah pe- that's because I'm from up fucking north, mate. Yeah, I'll let you go. Yeah. I'll, let you, I'll, <laughs> let, I'll, let, I'll let you off that one. Okay, Prasans, it's got decent surf. But it's still like Penzance and all that. That, that. that bottom bit, that little, I don't know what to call it. You need a name. map so badly. I think so. No. Our, our listeners are going to need one as well at this rate. Yeah, Paul Flevin, Paul Flevin to like Land's End. That there's like that line. Well, Mount Spade. You're going to wear yes. a fucking groove in that table in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking rubbing it. Carpenter pang. Fuck me. Get this catch a fire in. Yeah, it. right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Got some fucking splints, mate. I kind of get what you mean there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I a do. bit calmer there, yeah. but it's, it's a kind of that in between. You got to catch it proper right. Yeah. So you say you uh, spent a bit of time in Falmouth. Yeah, did, did uh, well. Met my missus uh, when I was eighteen, and she lived in Falmouth. So yeah, just pre-university years. Yeah, she's a bit older than me actually, but um, as, uh, as in where you the, did the university yeah. exist? Yeah, yeah, I didn't go there. Oh no, no, it was yeah, it yeah, was the, there. yeah. The uni was there, much smaller. Yeah, like, but um, yeah, mm. yeah, it was all there, and the, you know, loads of students. That was great, you know, like fucking coming from Penzance, like just drug addicts and, <laughs> and like, yeah. Yeah. pasty yeah. shops, and uh, um, when I went up in the main street. Went up to yeah, <laughs> <laughs> went up to Falmouth, wow. and it was like full of like. Ace, interesting students, good music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a really good move. Like, Do I, like, you frequent Falmouth now? Yeah, go, well, the Augie Man is, is a Falmouth group. Okay. Right? So, um, so we're, we're up there. I go up there once a week, um, and I love it. You know. It's a really nice place. You yeah, it's Ace, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and like everywhere, like, you know, you can pick fault, but... I think on yeah. balance, Falmouth. That's fucking Houston's. Like you know, you boys probably never been to Houston before, have you? Or I've been here a few yeah, times. Quite a few played times. here a few times and all uh, stuff. I played at Helsinki. Oh, you said yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I think yeah. I've played every venue in Houston apart from the Rodney, one. the Bell. Yeah, done the Rodney, done the Bell, done Big T's, Trotters, Boots, once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Done there. Tell you what, uh, we had a gig once. And it was just on that side street, just up left, and on the left there was a bar, and the drummer in a band I was in once. It was quite a military base place at this time. Yeah, bloody Matlow's boy. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, that's what you. That's what you hear that a lot in, in Matlow's. Bloody Matlow's, that is. Like, <laughs> bloody yeah. Matlow's bar. Yeah, we were in there and um, we were playing a gig. We just finished, and this guy was a big fucker. He was so so ripped, and he was bold. You know, caricature almost. <laughs> and he came up and he he asked each individual band member pint, but he said uh, to the singer, "All right, Ginger, do you want to?" 
on a pint. You wasn't ginger, right? <laughs> he went to me. He said something else. I can't remember. He went to the drummer. Um, he called him chubby or something. He's not. The drummer got up and smacked him right in the face. <laughs> nice, man. Right yeah. in the middle of Helston, in the most like RAF <laughs> base pub or bar to the biggest fucking bloke. Yeah. And the bouncers just ran over, grabbed the drummer, took him out and took him to the car and said, go. <laughs> right, and this guy was in there and he was seething. They were holding him back. Did you finish yeah. the gig without a rhythm? We finished, yeah. but we didn't get paid. Oh, oh <laughs> you get paid? Yeah, we oh. had to so go. So your drummer Fuck. fucked your fucking whole paycheck? Yeah. You know him as well. I was going to say, I think I was going to throw his name out there, but I yeah. know who it is. Yeah. He likes a smack, doesn't he? <laughs> only, when only when he's having a fucking hypo or something. Yeah, he does have diabetes. Bless him. <laughs> Apparently, like in the in the the eighties, like punch ups in Helston were, like, between locals and, and bloody Matlow's boy were uh, were uh, um were like a frequent thing. But and, uh, and when I moved here, like everyone said, we want to look look out for them Matlow's boy. Like and uh, I like, I've never had any trouble with him. Like I'm gonna Matlow's. have to ask you what a Matlow is. It's, so, it's, it's basically so there's a massive naval base. In, yes, in, of course, in, in Cold Rose and um. I think yeah, it's that's. I don't know where that comes from, but that is a term for a, for a, a, a naval person. Oh, a so someone that so, so yeah. right, okay, because that, that, that I can't imagine that anywhere near where we are at all. That would never like that's because yeah. there's no nothing. Have you got, you got an RF base? Well, there like, is like uh, Newquay, but you you Saint might Morgan. It's Saint Morgan, yeah. but it's, that's that's Newquay based, really. Isn't it? it doesn't so, really have an effect, does it? It's, it's a bit kind too of live far there. out. Cold name from what do they call them from? What's a Morgan? The Naffies, Naffies, something. Oh, just, yeah, maybe. Yeah, back in the day. They, yeah, years ago. They just shagged it. everything, didn't they? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Post, like, during World War II, they shagged everything. Yeah. Because they stayed in Padstow, they stayed somewhere in the area. That might be why yeah. there's such a big Bridge. difference between the <laughs> east Go and on. west of Cornwall. What the shagging? Because everyone really? just uh, all the fucking northern people, American, just all American people just <laughs> shoved themselves into RF St Morgan. Coldrage, yeah. Coldrage just stayed as like fucking locals. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Shit joke. <laughs> there, there was there was way more in my brain than what I could say. Taxi. Ta- yeah, that's exactly what you'd be calling me for. Another part of Spingo, I reckon. Yeah, fucking right. They would come out. Give me right. one in a minute. I think we're running low, aren't we? So we are drinking Spingo as well, by the way. I mean, uh, is this a Spingo? Rude yeah. not to it? it the fucking yeah, man. Houston, Andy it's, ordered it's, them up. It's cool. It's middle. It's five percent. And um, I was in here once, and there was a holiday maker coming. And said, "Oh, excuse me. What strength is the middle?" And uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, one of, one of the guys, uh, I will not name him, but um, he, he he went. Well, he said he said it varies between four point eight and five point two, and he said I've got to be careful because you know if I have a couple of pints lunchtime, that could be the difference between me losing my job or not. And I was like, <laughs> fucking hell, you're a paramedic. <laughs> 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 you have to fucking drive oh, through fuck. quick in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so middle implies there's a bottom and a top. Yeah, I think it used to be. Yeah, I think, but that's oh. not the case anymore. So they right. they, they they do a um, a Christmas special and an Easter special. I think the Easter special is like eight percent or something like that. It's like Jeez. heavy fucking stuff. Comes yeah. Down yeah. Here and if they don't call that Springo, they're missing a trick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Springo. Yeah. 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 It's just. Someone was saying about uh, the beer the other day, the chamomile beer. They're like, why didn't you call it Pardweiser? Pardweiser, oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. we're not fucking American, mate. Yeah, you would have yeah. had... I reckon they'd have been on to oh, you, man. Pilsner sounds way better, I reckon. 
Yeah, it kind of rolls, doesn't it? And it's I just wicked. wanted to say pard, pint of pard, yeah, please. Pard. Yeah, pint of pard. Yeah. You, unbeknownst to you boys, I, I reckon that this is the spiritual home of pard because that is what all the old... Like, there's a guy who drinks there, a really good mate of mine called J- 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 Jimmy Venner. It'd be lovely if he comes in before you because we could, we could record him because yeah. he, he'd, oh, he'd come in, Harvard! That's it, that's it. Here we go, here we knock him, pard. Oh, What's oh, on? He's, a, he's an absolute... Pard is his... And he calls all blokes pard and yeah. all women made... Yeah, like, like, uh, yeah, is he here? Is he here now? Oh, I wish he was. He, I don't think he is. He pretty, he'd be yeah. in later. He's lovely. So one of the sweetest folks. We made things, but shag. Like, we call everybody shag, right? Shag? Yeah, yeah. Shag. Shag. I don't know if that's yeah. so much down here. No, part. I mean, we or say part, but. Boy. Yeah, boy. 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 Yeah. 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 What's on there? Penzance, actually. Look, my my mum's side of the family always say, right, my cat. My cat? Right, my cock, yeah. Cock, yeah. yeah. See, that is a West thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll tell you what, right, so in my job, I see a lot of different people. I, del- I see a lot of people, I speak to a lot of people, only for short spurts. But you'll go to certain places, and the further you go West, the, fu- the more fucking Cornish it gets, man. You can't even... I've been to places, and I'm pretty Cornish, right? Don't always sound it, but... Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> and then... <laughs> But Welcome <laughs> the, to the more west you go, I, I've the more west you go, the way more Cornish you can get. Like, I've been deep in the west of Cornwall, and there has been some people I just do not yeah. understand at all. So I've got a parcel for you. Oh yeah, is it right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, all right, fucking hell, mate. I just like, what's your name? Fucking. On the rare occasion that I'll come up to North Cornwall, I do love that. The like my say Jeff's. Side of the family up there. Oh, we, Andrew, we haven't seen it for a long yeah, time, yeah, have yeah. us? We, you must come up St. Wednesday, us up here, my darling. Like, yeah, like is that not something that's down here? That, not that. That's that. It's real sort of. I think that that is more like a Devon accent. Like that, yeah. oh, no, no, not, not me answing, but like that. that weem. They say yeah. weem a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, I say weem we, quite we, often. Weem up here having a lovely time, aren't like, yeah, yeah, what about you, party? Yeah, you party, yeah, party. yeah, yeah. Did you say that down here? Well, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I don't use it that much, I but the, yeah. Pard came from yeah. pard, party, yeah. Well, well no, I, I always thought it was compadre, but I, I looked into this right because there's a, there's a guy that drinks in here, um, real clever bastard called Will Orchard. He's about like young dude, but he's fluent Cornish speaker and uh, really cl- like knows his history. And he said that in the mines. Um, um, they would uh, the stopers would always refer to each other as pard, and in the Cornish language, equal is parder, right? And he thinks that that's what might be where it came from. And he also thinks that it would have gone out to America um, and been used within the Hardbrook mining in, uh, areas out there, and then and then sort of come back. And that's where the the Western films of uh, you know like Clint Eastwood like, pard. That's actually I think that's a, there's a lot of that. that it makes a lot of sense actually because I feel like um, a lot there's a there's a big Cornish influence over in America actually in terms of like California is massively so Ma- it's massive. Last time I was over there, I actually visited uh, Grass Valley, which you boys should know is twinned with, with Bobman. With Bobman, funnily <laughs> enough, <laughs> yeah. So we went there for kind of a laugh to go and visit this town, and it was roughly the equal size of Bobman and had roughly the same kind of shops and kind of layout as Bobman. But the funniest fucking thing of all. Right, <laughs> was um, they had a pasty shop. Right. So we went to a pasty shop in Grass Valley, California, 
And they, of all the fucking things they could have had on the wall in there, it was just a big picture of Redruth Main Street. Really? Uh, <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> it was called Cousin yeah. Jack's Pasties, I think it was. Everything boarded up. Literally, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like, we said to her, like, of all the nice places in Cornwall, <laughs> you do realise you've got like the yeah. biggest shit out on the wall there. So yeah. Cousin Jack was a... Is someone that went that to was, America? So wasn't yeah, it? any corner shit was cousin Jack and cousin uh, Jenny's or Jenny's. Jill. Jill. I think it's Jenny's. It might be Jen. No, Jenny was Australian. I've Women didn't usually go there, did they? It was rare. They sent the men over to go and do the mining and get as much gold yeah, as they could. And if they didn't die, mining, shagging, and dying. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, we've Stop got shaggers. I had a license <laughs> yeah. plate somewhere, um, and it was called Colin Trithergis. Trithergis. I fuck, you can't get much more of a Cornish name than that. And the dude did like a hot rod garage. It was like Trithergis <laughs> hot rods. No way. In America, yeah. Amazing. So there's massive, massive oh, um, things over there. But yeah, they had. Um, so there was a whole. Like the serious side of it there, there was a museum there dedicated to all like the mining right. techniques and the things that mm. used families that had taken over there. And they'd shown like some of the, the engine houses and things yeah. that we had, and they had adopted similar techniques. Yeah. It wasn't called, um, was it Mineral Point? Was it the, uh, oh, where you, you know what? I can't Because that, 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 that's like a, a real Cornish community there. There's Which the, state was that then? I don't think that was California actually. No, Grass Valley's um, like mid, mid California, like right fucking slap bang in the middle. I know yeah. um, a massive Cornish. Group then went to Montana and they went to Butte. That's, right. yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, 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 Montana, yeah. And that's where <laughs> none other than yeah. Evil Knievel fucking yeah. arrived. So he's probably Cornish. I'd like they to still think, make yeah. Cornish yeah. pasties in Butte, Montana, and serve them because yeah, it was right. on Man vs. Food. That's it. You see that episode? No, I didn't. No. They should, they, yeah. They've got the the recipe, and the recipe's fairly authentic. It was what did you say? It was meat, obviously meat, uh, skirt, potato, turnip, onion, and cheese. Probably. And salt. They said yeah. they put quite a lot of salt in the pasties. Yeah. They um, fucking need more pepper, man. But yeah, they had the machine, which they, they rolled the pastry out, the short crust pastry, cut it to the exact right size, and they crimped them, side crimp, proper mm. job. Shut up, side crimp. Yep. Yeah, and they look real. They look proper. And they have them, they ate them, and they fucking love them there. So yeah. Butte, Montana. I tell you what, Corn- Cornwall is so underappreciated, actually. Or is it actually... No, it's fucking so overappreciated. It's all it? Emmett after <laughs> Emmett coming <laughs> down here, nev- never going <laughs> home. I just, like, I just yeah. don't know. <laughs> it is, uh, the, 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 but the but the Cornish influence is so widespread because of mining a lot of it because mm. we were basically the fucking experts back. I don't know what yeah. year is really, but what eighteen hundreds yeah, really was seventeen eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, that is what we're talking about, isn't it? Like we we didn't just do that in America. We've done that fucking everywhere. Oh yeah, man. Like we like, like Bangladesh and like yeah. most incredible like yeah. those places that Cornish got. That's what I'm saying yeah. about underappreciated, underestimated. In terms of hi- hard rock mining, the Cornish were the the best in the world by, by country miles. Yeah. So when so when people were prospecting out in like South Africa, Australia, like there's, there's not a country in the world I don't think. Like there's a, like Richard Javidic went out to Peru. Mining, trying to get silver out there, I think, and um, yeah, they're, they're, and when they opened a hard rock mine, the only people in the world that know how to do it were the Cornish. Yeah, because so, um, they're fucking dealing with granite on yeah. a fucking day. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty insane though when you, you think about re- it. You like, don't realize it. I don't think we appreciate our elders and our you know our history enough, really, when it yeah. comes to digging a hole in the ground and bringing out minerals and turning it into something that's useful or valuable. I don't think we appreciate that. And yeah. we were doing that on a global scale. Yeah, um, well, yeah it's hard to appreciate. appreciate. I don't think we appreciate it even as fucking four Cornish blokes. Do you know what I mean? I, don't I, just, I, I just I, have I to again clarify it. that if you go back two generations, I'm not very Cornish, but you know, just going <laughs> to yeah, say... Okay, so, fair yeah. enough. But we, we still don't really understand it. Do you know what I mean? How well, widespread... I, I'm a builder, right? So quite like... 
you know, if I have to, sometimes you have to d- I dig a hole, like, and to dig a hole that, like, four wheelbarrows and stuff is a hard work. And you think, fucking hell, man, some of these holes that were dug by a bloke with a pick and a shovel yeah. are, like, hundreds of feet deep. You know, that's before they had, like, pneumatic drills and oh, things like that. Under you know? the well, sea. You, you <laughs> look at the mining industry, the real Cornish mining industry. Well, you, you look at the Industrial Revolution as, what, say, 1900 onwards. Right, the mining industry was what seventeen to the, to nineteen hundred, pretty much yeah. those two hundred years. If you're gonna, yeah, I would. Well, say actually, I think you find like, like, like m- mining. Mining goes back cold, even like, further. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, you know. So, like, and like you said, there's no. It is literally a fucking pickaxe and a shovel <laughs> and a couple of birds to make sure you're not getting gassed out. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking gun yeah. counters or Go nothing. Go and pull some tin out of that hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking find something you can. Here's your sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and there's your, your bird to make sure. Yeah. There's your bird to make sure you're not dead at a fucking 200 feet, like or whatever it is. Yeah, man. Hey, I, 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 Learn history with Pango. No, no, no. My history, my, my history doesn't. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's fucked. I'm it's feeling it. like I, I don't really know. I just have an intuition because yeah. I'm because I'm like 70. Your Cornish ancestors are flowing I'm, through I'm you right now. I'm probably about 77 generations Cornish. Probably yeah. are. Yeah. I said that. Did you Did you listen to Seamus Carey's podcast? The reason why. Yeah. No, I, I, I spoke to him about that, and we had like a two-hour conversation about everything, and like it was a lot of tongue in cheek. And I said that I think that I am genetically the most Cornish person on earth because, <laughs> because, because uh, like there's literally, it's unblemished. Like if they were to do my version of who do you think you are, it'd be really boring. Yeah. Same family within a two not mile a, radius. Not like. a lot of, not a lot of travel costs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. Bill Cock Road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I uh, yeah, and uh, and I said that my family go back to the Doomsday Book, and he edited that so it looked like I'd actually said that. Now no one, barring yeah, maybe the royal family, uh, can trace their family no. line back yeah, that no, far. No, no, no. <laughs> so uh, I just look like a bit. So bad. have so you so done like, a DNA oh. test or anything? No, I wouldn't want to, man. Like, imagine that. Still <laughs> <on> the- <laughs> so I, I did those I did one. Claims, yeah. yeah, I did one. Um, <gasps> it was fucking awful. <laughs> So, yeah, so obviously British Irish was there because that yeah. comes under the same thing, apparently. Celtic, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of French, a lot of German, no Scandinavian, believe it or not. Um, and then a lot, quite a lot of Pakistani. What? No yes. way. Yeah. So, it's you Chinese never know. Chinese as well? I think you had like 1% Chinese um, or something? No, 2% broadly Southern Asian, it oh, said. Oh, right, okay. So they couldn't pinpoint that, but there was more Pakistani in that. <laughs> but they could pinpoint the Pakistani to Kashmiri. Which is a region in the north west. That's on. mad, and no, no, there's no trade family Fucking that you know. Nothing, no. absolutely nothing. But they could trace it back to like um, so many generations ago. I think it was six generations. I had Pakistani in my family. Not that long, really. My grandma would be distraught if I told her. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like herbs or spices. She's ashamed. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean I'm not from fucking Cornwall? <laughs> yeah. Too much salt and pepper. Oh, mate, I might actually have to do. That's one. what she's I'm like. Have to do one. Oh, we, we should do that as a podcast. I'm going to do one. I'm going to do a DNA thing. Yeah. And the uh, reveal. We'll reveal it on. Yeah, I'm going to do one. Just we to should, see how we fucking do one. You should do one as well, Andy. We can reveal it on yeah. the yeah. podcast. Who is the most. I, I, got, I feel like I should compete with you over it. Yeah, man. Because you're going to yeah. make those claims and I'm going to throw yeah. this bar mat at you. Because I think you're bollocks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what on both sides? Is it on, <laughs> on both sides as well? So mother and father both. I just, know, I just know. I, I've got a grand. I've got a great grandfather from Liverpool, but other than that, I oh. don't. Oh, that's know. fucked it then. Isn't no, it? <laughs> that's a fucking. That's like a fucking eighth. 
That's an eighth. Great. That's an yeah. eighth from the World War. I've got a, a picture great. of my great granddad in St. Colum. I uh, I'm my a, granddad from St. Colin, my granddad actually has a fucking silver ball oh that God. is going to be handed to me whether he likes it or not. What's you know I'm going to take him home, eh? You're going to hand him back. Yeah. He just fucking has one. Hurling. Oh, yeah, but that's how... Well, okay, or my grandfather or his dad is a thief. Yeah, <laughs> sounds it, man. Or he just gets to keep it. <laughs> Bob and born and, and bread. he didn't tell me. Well, this went down an interesting road, didn't it? Didn't it, Jess? Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but we're looking pretty empty on the drink. Yeah, I think a beer break. We could probably wrap this up, to be honest. Do you reckon? We're an hour in. Are it's we? time for another spin go. What do you guys I, think? Well, I don't know. I, I, I do want to. I do. I, I, do I don't think ask. it's ever finished yet. No, I don't. Let's have a beer more. break and come it's back. It's never finished. Want, shall we? Yes. Are we happy with that? Yep. Yes. Right yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Cool, Let's reload. We'll be right good. back. Bang on. Right, we're back. We're yeah. back. Can Beards, we, rebeards. Carry on from. Where we left off, or should we carry on with the conversation we'll, we just We'll had carry on there. We've okay. just got some new drinks, and we'll carry on what we've just uh, asked Andy, which is about Cornwall and, and how you've grown up over the yeah. last 38 say years. Say what you just said. Yeah, uh, repeat. Yeah, I, I, I've, I mean, I've certainly, I'm no, I'm no expert, but I, like, I've, I love it. You know, I, I, that's what I read in bed at night. I read books about Cornish history or things related to, to Cornwall, and... Yeah, when I was when I was about fifteen, fourteen or something, like realised that caught my identity. You know, I've been I've been sort of not brainwashed at all. I don't think it was there, there was nothing malicious about it, but I think I'd always assumed that I was English, and then yeah. I realised that I wasn't. I was Cornish, and yeah. I've just I've ever since not not in a not in a that's not in a negative way. I don't have any any sort of gr- uh, axe to grind, but like you know my. My identity. I, I'm. I'm a Cornish person. I'm not English. Yeah, so I, I, I feel like Cornwall's like a very unique place in England. If you, if, if that makes sense, it's, it's, there's yeah. a uniqueness not about being Cornish. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't see Cornwall as part of England. So, oh, do you, fully. Oh, yeah. Would you, would you support leaving the? No, it's not. No. It's not. It's, it's. It's not that. I just. I think you know, the 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 British Celts. I d- this is, I don't know, this is, I d- I, it's very it's a difficult tightrope to walk because it's very easy to interpret it as xenophobia and the us and them. Yeah, but I like the I, the, 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 the the British Celts, the Welsh, the Bretons, and the Cornish, you know, came to these islands like long before the English did. And just because Cornwall's small, I I, I don't see why why should have to make um, concessions because people say that uh, you know want to force. A, a different national identity on me. Mm. Yeah. Would you argue that the the English never really came to Cornwall? Fuck me, man. They're here now, aren't they? <laughs> well, aren't they just? <laughs> Fuck me. Now? Yeah. Now, but not before. In history, I don't think they did. Well, the, the Romans never really got down here, they did they? Did they? they? You know, they uh, precisely. They did, not many really crossed the fucking river, really. Mm. I, 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 there was a long time. I don't know when it was, but it was a long time. When it was Demonia, I think it was called. Yeah. And that actually, I think that bigger. stretched to beyond Devon, actually, if I'm right. right. Yeah. And, that, and that was its own, like, it, we've been our own thing for such a long time. It's just, we've just been amalgamated into it through time. Yeah. And that frustrates me a little bit, but you can't argue with it because at the end of the day, the, bigger, the biggest thing, especially with globalization, is that actually we have got the, the only thing I feel to the rest of the UK is the national security thing. But really, are we really that threatened? 
that, that's the way I look at it. If, if Cornwall is its own country, then yeah. you're you're talking internationally. Would would we be dragged into anything? Probably not. We'd be We're like not going to get dragged into anything, mm. but there is this. There still is, if you look at it, because of the fucking nature of the globe, that you you do have to have. If we're if we're gonna have to run our own army, we've got what what fucking five thousand troops if you top or tops. Us us four. Hang on, us uh, four. hang on, and hang on. We've got a couple of shotguns. Can we just put the brakes on a minute? <laughs> How did we get to fucking starting a Cornish army? <laughs> what the fuck? Are because we about? back in the day, that's it's 2022, man. I know, but th- that's because back in the day they only had a fucking few fucking what they the. What the guns with the the, blank, the blunderbusses was it was, was it what they were called? Yeah, the blunderbuss. The yeah. blunderbuss. That, that is literally all you had, and it was like. Pfft. But now they've got fucking drones, mate. <laughs> it's different story we, these days. I've got you know one of us has got a drone. No, yeah, but I ain't. Yeah, that drone ain't dropping fucking nukes on fucking France, is it? Okay. If they get fucking a bit cheesy. Tell you what, one good nuke would have us gone, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. So maybe we one. maybe we shouldn't be in uh, a country. Yeah. No, I we can't be we can't be a country, I think but we, we can we could be our own we could be kind of separate. I still think that. Yeah, I mean the thing is I, I, I it's a difficult subject though, because like maybe on Kono you know, advocate for devolution. Yeah. But oh great, so now we're making our own decisions, but every fuck is still gonna vote Tory. So, you know, we're yeah. we're you know, it's not gonna mm. I don't think anything will change. I, my thing about it is just that like I just I can see a difference between the, the 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 you know the life that my parents and my um, ancestors had to the, the what people had over the other side of the Tamar and again not in a negative way just I just I just like I'd like the story of the Cornish in the history of the world to be def, you know to be told yeah and and, and, and to be acknowledged well it's and not I don't I don't want independence it's not you know, insignificant it's not that's what I'm that's mm. my biggest gripe it's that it just kind of gets passed off as if it's nothing when actually. Just to rewind deal. a sec, Pang, I yeah, think well, on the Seamus Kerry podcast, you were not labelled then, but um, identified maybe as a nationalist, Cornish yeah. nationalist. And I think you, did you put your hands up and say, yeah, yes, yeah. I am that? But again, that, that podcast is great because it really, it really, it very clearly spells out how ambiguous that term is. You know, like there is a huge difference between polish nationalism or you know like some forms of south american nationalism right-wing brexiteering edl nationalism to what plied cymru or uh the scottish national party uh Mm -hmm. you know and for me it's always just been a a way of a, a definition that my national identity is cornish not english i think that's the exact turn of phrase as well it's identity it's not so much a political Ideology yes. or a, or a um, you know anything beyond that, like you say, or the race or anything. Anything is identity, and I think that yeah. people should be entitled to an identity. And you know, Cornish, as far as I'm aware, any places I've ever visited, if you ever say to someone you're from Cornwall, it's well known, well respected around the world. Um, you know, I've never been anywhere, and people go, "Oh, you're British," and you go, "No, actually, I'm Cornish." Oh, Cornwall, we know, you know, it's, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty do, cool. Do, do you put that down though? Any. It, oh, Three of you, do you ever put on a, a form that you're Cornish? On? Yeah. Yeah, if you it's do. there, yeah. 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 If, well, there's, if, if, there's, it, if there's an option for it, or do you. There's, I will take other and write Cornish. Yeah. Oh, you will put yeah. other and put Cornish? Yeah. Yeah. The same for you? Sure. It's um, another reference to Seamus. Um, he mentioned that he was talking about uh, pride in, in where you're from 
in geographical location to someone that wasn't from Cornwall, from the, the north, I think. And it just didn't exist in that area. Do you think that's something that exists here because we we are genuinely proud of what we're f where we're from or what we're from? Or do you think we have something to prove? Do you think it's from a place of, you know, we don't have any worth on a, on a national scale? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, for, m for me... I mean, I, I, I don't, but I don't like shouting about it. It's quite a personal thing, almost. Like you know, I, yeah, I, I that's like, the thing, isn't it? Like, um, and I don't know about yeah. You get like the rugby and stuff like that. People like there is, there is, there is, there is a, there is a pride actually with the singing as well. You know, there, there's a lot yes. of people that they like wearing the St. Piran's badges and stuff like that. And I don't, yeah, maybe it's kind of like a. I think I think if you delve down into it, you know, there is a there is a bit of a repression. You know, our, we our identity down here is mocked. You mm. know, and 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 so wearing wearing that badge and and shouting oggy 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 at the rugby and stuff like that, you are asserting something. And uh, so maybe we do shout a bit louder. See, but, I, you, I, know. you say it's a quite a personal thing, but I think you're quite an outwardly Cornish person. <laughs> yeah, well, I do. Yeah, yeah we. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, like, I, yeah, I love it. I love fucking no. I, I love, I love all aspects. So you know that what you, you, there's a there's a real sort of middle class Cornish thing at the moment with, and I love him to bits. He's a friend of mine, but like Mark Jenkin and Bate and and Gweno and um, you know Peter Lanyon abstract paintings, you know, yeah. um, and but then but then and they, I think there's a little bit of that of that scene that kind of scoffs at the. You boy, right on side of Cornish culture, the dialect uh, that I love. You know that's that that's. But I, but I can sort of appreciate. It. Well, I like to think that I can appreciate it all because it's a it's a broad church. You know. I felt yeah. that. I felt that because the memes I create kind of are the working class meme in a way. Yeah. The, the the view of the the common folk, aren't they? Um, I have felt it from the the middle upper class sort of person. You know, yeah. they, they don't really represent them. Or um, you know they don't associate with those memes. Yeah, that's the problem with Cornwall. You, you look at the like national level of uh, rich versus uh, simple version, rich versus poor. Like in Cornwall, the diversity and the 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 difference between levels in class in inverted commas is huge. Like because you've got the inner towns that are like way more working class and you've got the coastlines that are generally way more uh, like upper class and it's almost like there's almost like very uh, there's a very small middle class in, in, in commerce or whatever that just that it's just so finely tuned that no one really understands and everyone that like, just goes anyone outside of Cornwall just goes Cornwall's fucking stupid because they speak like this and they don't really know what they're on about and they just speak slow and they walk slow and then what they've got to care about is the fucking is the fucking beach well, like, the crops growing or something and the crops yeah. <laughs> and it's, it, it's fucking it's annoying because we're not fucking stupid people do you know what I mean I, f I find it something I'm obsessed with but quite unable to understand Fully, I'm, I'm. I really want to understand Cornwall. It's hard as a as a broad blanket thing and place in that very state culture. when you made it. That's impossible because it you've is. got such a wide mm. spectrum from from literally end to end. 
people from fucking Wadebridge are nothing like the people from Helston. Mm. Not yeah. they have that kind of. Well, um, we always said about the four quadrants. Well, this is exactly the thing <laughs> with the meme world. I, I have noticed that. The humour is quite similar, quite a lot of the time. It is, but you're also talking about, again, like location and geographical things and kind of in-jokes for us might be things like the Camel Trail or, or like things, uh, the Padstein kind of jokes and all that. There are niche things. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, could, I could make yeah. a meme about how uneven the fucking... We can make a meme about Spingo. You know, yeah, yeah, but it's thing, fucking though. even when you're pissed hanging. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. flat when you're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that you've, you know, you're selling yourself a bit short there. I think you've got a really good grasp of what what Cornwall is. I think you're actually, I think when Ed started up 10 years, 15, 12 years ago, he really hit the nail on the head for me. And it, you know, everyone's different. So I, 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 I know we discussed this before. I don't like what Steve Heller does. Don't enjoy his humor at all. doesn't resonate with me, but Ed's did. And you do, you know, those, those memes, I think that you are the, like the, at the precipice of what Cornish culture is. Cause let's forget culture isn't, you know, isn't something that happened 250 years ago. You know, we're, we're our, our place in the history of the Cornish people is as relevant as what Richard Trevithick was doing. And yes. I think that what you, that you're, you're, you, you are... Did you just compare Jam and Mean to Richard Trevithick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Whoa, that's a right. hat gone. He ain't going to get yeah. his fucking but, head in the car later <laughs> on now, is it? But, but you're right, though. It's, it's about They're the here just... and now, though, right? Isn't no. Because yeah. you can only influence is, as, a, as a person. As a, like, we weren't alive when Richard Trevithick was around, but we are alive now in this time. And it's it's about what you find relevant in this time, it, and as you live in the present day, and how you can influence the future, and how and ex, and respect the past potentially. You missed out the present. I think that's what no, you were saying. We're living in we're living in the present, and we're exactly that's, the what present. I'm, that's what I'm trying to get. At. You're you're doing that thing with the Oggy Men. You're doing it with who you are. We're we're all doing it with who we are, and I think it's, it's something we forget. We we, f we concentrate on our past and our heritage and our culture so much that we yeah. forget about what we are currently doing and what we are currently yeah. able to create. Mm. That's one thing from sitting and listening yeah. to you talk now I really admire about you is the fact that you are kind of living it and you, you're embodying all of these things you're talking about and furthering it and obviously you're aware and know what's going on beyond your own kind of thing as well around all of Cornwall and yeah. that kind of uh, perpetuation of everything Cornish going forward as well. The, the knowledge that you have and the the names and everything else you're coming out with is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I second stuff, that, Jim. That's <laughs> yeah. truth. It's good. Thank you, Andy, for, for like bringing that, you know, yeah. <laughs> level of, of... I just, it's very, it's, I've always loved it and it's, uh, it's very easy to, if you love something, it's very easy to, to learn yeah. about it, isn't it? Because it it's not, you know, it's, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not sort of, you know, I, 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 and I, I want to, you know, I've got kids. Wanna, I want, I want them to have that. It's that sense of place, you know. Mm. And and if the more you understand the landscape and the communities, because that's what Cornwall is. Cornwall isn't a fucking beautiful beach, you know, or a cliff top. You know, it, it's the people. Yeah. That, that is. Yeah, that totally. I, 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 I think actually, that the. the the fact that Cornwall is so beautiful is actually to the detriment of the Cornish people mm. because we've, you know, our, our culture is often like put to the sidelines because the, I mean, and actually, you know, the thing is, it's great that people move down here. Some people get it right. Some people really don't, you yeah. know, um, and I try and focus on the people that get it right. Like I, in the Oggy Men, there's a guy called Will Keating. Right. So have you, like, he's, 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 you know, he's doing well for himself. He's singer songwriter, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he, he, he does lots of Harry Glasson's um, songs. But mm. they've moved down here from 
Somerset like 10 years ago. And he offers more to Cornish culture yeah, than yeah. 90% of the other people that I know that yeah. think they do. Will Coleman. Yeah. Will Coleman's another one, you know. Fucking hell, what would we be doing without Will Coleman? You know, he... Like the man engine, that thing he's that, yeah. that yes, he's doing yes. on Bobby Moore. Yeah. Like how he promotes the Cornish language. The guy is fucking... But he's born in Bristol, you know. So mm. I, you've got to be... You've always got to be very careful with that, sort of where, where you're born and, and how far back your you, family you, go. Like. You've touched on something that right there is, is actually is, is quite an interesting thing, really, because there's a lot of people that move to Cornwall because they just want the fucking sea view. Right? Yeah. But there's a lot of people that move to Cornwall because actually they, they inherently, as a person, understand what Cornwall's about, really, because... because there's, there's something going outside. There is. Um, it's hell. It's hell up outside um, right now, by the way. Sorry <laughs> if you can hear that. But it, but inherently, people just... Just like someone from Cornwall will move to London because they resonate with that busy life. They want that. They want what they want, when they want, constantly, at any time of night. Because that's basically what London is. Not basically. There's a lot more to London, in fairness. But there's... But people move to Cornwall... There's a lot of people that move to Cornwall because they like the laid-back lifestyle, they appreciate what's around them and they appreciate the culture of mm. what's gone on here in the past. Which is real common. And, and exactly. But not just appreciating and enjoying. He's outwardly That's a being guess, proactive. By the way. That's a guess, by the way. Just saying. Projecting Cornish culture, isn't he? Yeah, yes. You know, and, and and he's not a Cornish person. You could you could argue. But well, I think he is, actually. Yeah, uh, I, this I, I would say. And I, 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 you know, yeah, that's the... It's it's a, it's a state of mind. It's not a you know, the, and and like these people, yes. and you get them that offer fuck all to our community, right? But they happen to have been born here, and they they, they 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 refuse the right to mm-hmm. someone that has moved here and does everything. Yeah, uh, the the right to call themselves Cornish, and I, I, I exactly I, the same thing in a different way on a different podcast. Just because you were born here, doesn't make you special you know what I mean yeah, yeah. it's what yes. you contribute and what you do and what you yeah, kick right. back out I'm going to attack well. my dearest right now so my 85 year old gran born in so fucking Cornish horrific Hello. horrific yeast buns pasties daily makes them <laughs> consumes does nothing but piss and moan and is negative towards Cornwall yeah. Cornish yeah. as fuck yeah. are we proud of that probably not you know but I'm proud of who she is I'm proud of her as a person the personality the Things she does, you know, I can yeah. pick holes in it all day, but she can pick holes in me all day. But Will Coleman is outwards, he's cultural. <laughs> My grand's probably one of these people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. here she's right now. Knock off fucking 60 years, she's that bird outside right now. But there you go. I would, I just want to say that as well, though, because any any person that is making a Cornish pasta at home, I know Cornish pasta is going to be made in bakeries for the next century, right? But any person that is making a Cornish pasta at home or a yeast fucking bun or something, they are actually continuing Cornish culture because that is part We're of We're more than a pasty. They, they, They're we, making lunch yeah, anyway. Yeah, but, but a pasty a is a symbol, isn't it? A pa- yeah. a, the Cornish pasty is a fucking symbol, whether you like it or not, I'll agree. It's dinner. I mean... No, don't, <laughs> don't give me just this dinner because yeah. it ain't. 
No, I, th- I think it's, 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 it's the truth. I, 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 it's, it's, they're, they're, they're a real defining element of, of, yeah. of who we are. And, and, and it's easy to feel a bit embarrassed about that. But no, no. fucking, you know, I don't yeah, think, I don't think the Scots are embarrassed about haggis and Scotch no. whiskey. You know, like, it's, uh, it, it, it's a bit, but yeah. It's great. I, like, yeah. so I can't. Any, I can't any, eat them anymore, though. Exactly. Well, any person heartburn, man. Is it bad? Yeah. Have I, you done I, yourself in? Because yeah, I have as well. I was like, uh, back in my in my prime in my twenties, I was like, I'd eat a pasty a day. Yeah. I reckon. I, I'd be seven going down me a week. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and and now, uh, once every two months, I might treat myself oh, to a pasty. I I'll go back to my gran again, but she she bakes them multiple times a week, and I'll say. She'll ring me and say, do you want a pasty? Oh, but yeah, you right. say yes every time. Yes, every Absolutely. single time. I can't eat them. Really? I, just, I, I go over there, pick them up, <laughs> and they're wrapped in tin foil. I'll pick them up, take them home, and I just leave it. Oh, she use glass so pastry. Like I don't know what she uses, but it uh, fucks me up, man. Yeah. Do you know what she's yeah. given me, though? A Moprazole. I've never been to the doctors for it, but she's given me her amoprazole because I've mentioned it once. What the fuck is oh, it? Amoprazole yeah. is... Like um, is fucking is <laughs> oh, is yeah. it? I've got a good yarn about that, actually. That my, so my mum had cancer, and she, um, which she's in remission for, which is great. Amazing. But she, but she had, the, um, she, she had the, that, that stuff, right? And uh, she, I went down there, and, she, and I said about I was struggling to eat pasta. She gave me these tablets, right? And, I, and I'm not, I'm not going to take those, like, but there, there you go. I, t- I took them home. And then a few days later... Um, I saw a comment on something on Facebook and someone mentioned these tablets and she said, oh, I gave mine away because apparently they can cause cancer. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you gave them to your fucking son. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Apparently oh. so, though. <laughs> apparently, apparently so. Brilliant. Uh, colon cancer or something. Oh, I, I don't know. know. Yeah. But, but I can't believe you guys struggle with pasties. I mean, you guys are... Well, that's because you're fucking Pakistani and you're yeah. Italian <laughs> I or say something. I struggle with pasties. <laughs> and, uh, you're clearly not as cool as you fucking claim to be. <laughs> you don't have a fucking clue. But I can eat pasties daily and yeah. I have no hey, issue, mate. tell Andy your claim to fame of the big pasty. Oh, the big passage. Oh, you, I've, uh, mate, I've listened to the podcast. Oh, you are. Oh, oh, I've already heard that. Like, right, oh. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it again. You only made the pastry, though. I made, <laughs> I did make the pastry. <laughs> yeah, but do you see the size of the pasty? No, I didn't. Oh, I don't think even Jim's knows, Jim knows this. He does. Oh, no, but did we do that on the We on did the it. Duo? We drove to Have you seen uh, it? Somewhere. Have you I listened to it? I did listen to it, yeah. Have you seen it, though? The pasty. The giant pasty. I haven't, no, but I've got a feeling I'm about to. Yeah. I'm going to have to find it. can't wait. It's great. It's quality radio content, this. Okay, just literally, if you're listening, just search for... Uh, largest <laughs> pasty. Do you know we laugh. This ever. is what makes the funny parts. <laughs> largest pasty. I'm trying to prove himself. Being a fucking I mean, largest oh, pasty in the will world. Will there be like a 10 pence piece for scale? Because it's, it's, like, it's 728 kilos. I'm not going to lie, but the pastry is a third of that. Pang's head. The pastry is a third of that. So 728 kilos? Yes. Fucking so hell, man. See, here we go. <laughs> largest pasty weighs 728 kilos. See, 1,600 pounds, Is that way. almost as much as a Porf 11 4 Fiesta? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking more, Probably. I that Actually, is I reckon nuts. it's more. No. Right, that's that Porf 11 4 Fiesta is no more than a ton. I was say, there'd be a metric ton when they run. Mate, Joe, are you fucking for real? All that? That's a big pasty. Isn't it? Fuck. What did you do with it afterwards? Well, <laughs> I didn't get the chance to fucking hey, eat it. I like the way you could get into I, it like Han Solo yeah. gets it. No, like it uh, 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 in Star Wars yeah. when he gets into yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> on a really cold day, like just get, get in there. That's the one. Is that a truth though? Like a third of the pasty is the fucking pastry? I'm not being funny, but is that true? A third? It got, it's got to be close. What's the other two thirds? The innards. The steak. The steak's got a good weight to it. There's like five ingredients. You 
your mouths yeah. are off. No, yeah, but but but, no, but you've got pastry. onion does not weigh as much as fucking pastry. <laughs> a fucking if you've got a kilo of onion, right? You you're filling this table, but the same table next to it is half the table of onion, right? So if you have 250 grams of onion and 250 grams of steak, which is heavier? No, it's not about heavier. It's about how grams. much space <laughs> volume, you take up. Yeah. Volume, See, volumetric weight. What if you cut the onion bigger than the... It makes no fucking difference, mate. You're fucking clutching straws to make me look stupid. I don't know what you're on about <laughs> at this point. You've what I'm excited. trying to say is a third of the weight of that pasty... That's 730 kilos. I reckon a third of that is the pastry, if not potentially. Do you know what? I'll, I'll agree. Okay. You've got to agree. Because I've seen the crimp and it's quite big. I had nothing to do with uh, the crimp. Can you imagine eating just the fucking crimp? You had to yeah. Yeah. Like a sausage. That's I a lot of heartburn going on there, isn't it? Oh, you just, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't doing that. Dinner. That is instant death, I reckon. Yeah, isn't it? You, you, you struggling, bud. <laughs> was that past eaten then? Yeah, it was by a lot of people. <laughs> I don't. I think a lot of it got thrown away. In fairness, yeah, yeah. it's a fair pasty. I've got a quick, uh, quick pasty yarn. I just talking about grannies. That my, 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 my dad's mum, Miriam Rowe. She used to make pasties, amazing pasties. And for my, my dad ran a pub in Cripple's Ease, which is a lovely Cornish name. Cripple, yeah, Cripple's, Cripple's, yes. which is on the back road to St Ives. A pub called the Engine Inn. And in the 80s, my nan used to make, um, on Saturdays, she would make a load of pasties. And like back then, vegetarians didn't really exist. Mm. But this couple came down from London and they'd heard about Mrs. Rowe's pasties. Like, so they put a special order in for a vegetarian pasty. And my dad had to explain to my nan, look, some people, for moral reasons, they don't eat meat. Yeah. And, um, Anyway, so she, she she struggled to get her head round it. But anyway, on the Saturday, <laughs> the, these pasties all came out, and one had a big like V on. And this woman ate it, and she was like, "Jesus, that was so delicious! Can you please tell your mother just thank her so much for me because it was so delicious?" And Dad went in and told my nan, and uh, she went, "Well, I aren't surprised. I flavoured them up with a bit of kidney suet, like." No way! <laughs> <laughs> and like, and that fully just because. <laughs> she just couldn't get the concept of being a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, like yeah. she'd no, never heard of it. But it wasn't like a, she wasn't being malicious. Though. No, no, no. She's being nice. <laughs> that she's is what they're like. She just didn't want to taste like shit. That's but it was <laughs> what it is. Because well. if that's in a pasta, no meat. Yeah, it doesn't exist without the meat. Fucking true. Without the animal fats. For yeah. sure, it doesn't yeah. make sense. But I mean, I, 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 it doesn't matter. Moving on. Can we go back to what we were saying before we paused? Which was holy shit. What was that? I was about. The, I remember. The How the fuck was did was. the Oggy men start? Did you start it? Did you get these guys together? What, what was the process? Right. So, so we should have gone. Next. When I moved to Falmouth, uh, I got to know uh, a gang of dudes, and we tried singing badly in the pub. And then Rob Norman, who I mentioned earlier, who's uh, a music teacher, he 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 sort of said, "Look, if you want to come around my flat on what, Tuesday, we'll try and like." Get some, get these, we'll tidy these up a bit. These songs, and um, uh, we at the time we knew we had a bit of a link with Devon Gig Club, and there's four guys from Devon Gig Club, and then, so yeah, that's that was it was just like that really, just uh, and we are like um, I don't know if you know in a football team or whatever, but it's we all love each other, like it's mm. it's that that the me- that mental health sort of thing that you know to go once a week to do that drive mm. sing and then have a couple of pints and just chat shit with yes. f- like eight nine dudes yeah. that you love to bits yeah. is, is touched on something better. there that i wanted to bring up it was mental health week last week um and obviously this shanty singing is a male dominated industry mm. call it um do you think it helps with the male 
mentality, the the male well being. Well being. Well, it's difficult to, you know, I I touch wood. My mental health's been pretty all right, you know, and but maybe that's because once a week I I, I go and. And, and hang out with these guys and let off some steam and you know chat shit openly without having to make any concessions because you know yeah. that the, there's a huge amount of trust within that group. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I would I think singing in harmony is good for the soul for anyway. But um, I think if you wanted a yeah, I don't know if it'd be the same if you went and joined a male voice choir because it's very they're much bigger and there's like maybe maybe that sort of camaraderie. But but we've we've got something really fucking special, like, you know. You're somewhere between a band and a choir, aren't you? Yeah, mm. I think I feel like a ma- like a male voice choir just because I'm just looking on like the outskirts. But a male voice choir is a bit more. Um, what's that? I don't. I, I, I'm struggling to find a good word for it it's but orchestral it's, 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 it's very it? orchestral it's a bit and, and younger if anything like it starts from a young a lot younger age whereas I feel like what you what the, you guys do is about singing together and having your drink after it's, it's a bit like me going and playing football on a Saturday yeah by the sounds mm, of it I, yeah. I, I meet up with the guys on a Saturday we have a kick about basically and Although I take it very quite seriously, I am not. I do not want to <laughs> lose. If I lose, I'm going to be fucking livid about it. But yeah. we're going up. We're meeting up. We're having. The, we're playing the game, and then we're having a beer after. Um, we all get on like a fucking house on yeah. fire. Um, but we don't fucking ring each other every day. But it just. It's just someone fucking to speak to or whatever. And I think a lot of the people. It's a big thing about. You talk about mental health week last week. Mm. There's a big thing about blokes these days that probably don't have these outlets to go and just speak to anyone. And even if we don't just talk about these serious issues mm. that we... Like, you don't have to speak about serious issues. Like, how often do we see each other as, like, proper best mates jam where we don't have to talk about serious problems all the time. I don't talk to you about all my problems I all don't the want time. to. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If anything... Exa- exactly. If anything, I just want to just... To have a chat with you and almost take it, fucking get away from it. Yeah. If, talk about if talk, I've got a problem, talk like about scampi prizes. The fucking scampi, yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, exactly. Or the, or the fucking whatever it is, just talk about something. I don't think fucking you can irrelevant. Deny the link between music and and feeling good, though. I mean, music makes you feel good. Music is enjoyable, but when you're singing along to music, it's way better. I mean, Jim yeah. will agree. When you're when you're producing music. When you're creating music, it makes you feel amazing. Even if you're f- singing in your car on the way to work or something, you yeah. get a lift about it. And I think music's very important. And if you're singing along with your mates in the pub after a couple of pints, awesome. Awesome. Agreed. Jimmy, you got anything to add? You no, I'm just quiet. listening to you. I'm listening to you've you guys talking. so quiet out of, no, out of the ordinary. I'm just listening to Andy and listening to what <laughs> you guys have been saying. Uh, yeah, I agree entirely. Just, you know, it's... it's of course. Yeah. Like Good. you say, you know, music is emotions you can hear. And <laughs> it, it's just such a, a, a thing that people, I don't think unless you do it, you understand. Um, so I'd recommend people do try it, singing, even if you can't sing. Or, like, you know, hitting a fucking drum or shaking a tambourine or anything, just being involved. I think hitting a drum is great. Everyone can sing. I don't know. They can't. <laughs> it, they can't. No, I can't sing, Agreed. but I can sing. I can sing to a song. In my car on my own. I don't sound good. Give us a bit. Of, give us a bit of Elvis. Come on, Pank. Elvis. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Love, <laughs> Love, <laughs> Love me tender. Come on. 
fuck me, I don't know. I can't even remember the words. I'm awful for words. Pang's unless I've got more the song. of an Enter Shikari fan. Yeah, oh, right, okay, yeah. I, and I'm also a guy that doesn't know any words until the music's being played. I can't remember shit until the fucking music's being played. Sing something softly in my ear. Why, why me? <laughs> you should sing us oh. out. You should sing the outro to the podcast. Yeah, go on. Shall I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hold on. Oh fuck, he's gonna do it. Oh, I'm gonna do what I did with the dating thing. The other right, day, I? everyone. Thank you for listening. This has been the podcast. The podcast. Um, I'll figure it out in a minute. Well, if, if this is, yeah. if this is any good. It. It's been great talking yeah, to you. Yeah, thank you, Andy. Honestly. Yeah, mate, no, you've been, 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 been a real treat. Thank you so, ever, so much for having me, boys. And uh, yeah, good luck with it. See you again soon. Yeah, thank you very thank much. You. Ladies and gentlemen, I was Jim. I was Pang. I was Jam. And I was Andy. This was episode 11 of the podcast. Until the next time. This is Pang on the singing. Hearing <laughs> me softly with his love. me softly. With his shit song, hearing me softly. Fuck it out. With his song, come on, baby, hit me one more time. Softly. <laughs> Press the fucking end, mate.